We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Stacy Dales, NFL Network correspondent. Here at Hallis Hall, as expected, continued buzz around the quarterbacks, especially when it comes to the 11th overall pick, Justin Fields. Breaking down the Bears, beating news around the NFL. Head coach of the Chicago Bears, Matt Eberflus. Where, where do we even start? Do we start at hits? Do we start at the hits acronym and principles? Hustle, yeah. intensity, takeaways on both sides of the football. Yeah, okay, yep. Okay, for the defense and the offense. And then smart football. Former WNBA star. And the ball stolen away. Didn't see her coming, and Perkins... Gets the clean steal over to Dales, easy land. Stacy Dales off a beautiful feed from Elaine Powell. Stacy Dales with Mully and Haw on 670 The Score. Mully and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. Always a delight to talk to Stacy Dales, and we welcome her now to the Score Hotline, brought to you by Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. Stacy, good morning. How are you? Good morning, guys. I'm doing well. You're going to hear uh, my voice is a little cracky, but um, I'm kind of recovering from like 30 weeks of an NFL season. <laughs> oh, my so, God. It, it's it's endless, isn't it? I mean, you, yeah, I you just, were all over wanted, the combine. It was awesome. I mean, it was such a great combine. Um, I, you know, I, I started doing it full time last year. I mean, I, I would kind of do it in parts previously, but taking over the field was it's just like you get to stand with these players and talk to them. And by the time the draft starts, I know these guys and you kind of start falling in love with certain players in the draft and you know what teams are getting. But um, yeah, I I got home on Monday from the combine and I drove back from Indy and my voice just like, it just bounced on me. Like uh, I'm going to roll with, this is my sexy voice. (laughs) <laughs> Go with it, Stacey. I think that you talk about how much fun you had. It was obvious to anyone watching your coverage, and there were a lot of stories that you told that were memorable. I'm curious which one stood out to you because I'm wondering, Cody Mock, I think, is the is saying the last name correctly, the offensive tackle from North Dakota State. The kid with no teeth, basically, is the way that people will remember him. That was a fun story, and guys like that, stories like those are the ones you remember. They are. And what you do, guys, is you realize what these teams are getting. You understand that, okay, he's going to be a culture fit here. Like, and then you, you, you're you standing in these, like Ian Rappaport's our insider, and he had a hilarious one-liner on one of our shows. Like, he led the combine in, um, like, basically, when you're in an elevator and it's just an awkward, you bump into, like, Monty Austin Ford, who's the GM of whoever, uh, of the Cardinals 
or whoever, you know, from whatever team, you could be standing in an elevator with Brian Gutekunst and staring at him. And like, you both know what you want to say, right? What the hell are you doing at quarterback? Like, <laughs> and you're standing in an elevator with somebody like that. And so that my point being is <clears throat> you, you do have conversations and when you have conversations, like names come up. And so when you talk to a scout, Oh my God, Cody Mouth from North Dakota state, we just love him. Like, and then you, then you find out from the player, he's met with 30 teams. That's how much interest there is in a player. So it is really fascinating to be at the Combine. It's a full week of just bumping into people that you shouldn't, but then you get great conversations out of it. And you do, you do start to love players. Nolan Smith out of Georgia, this outside linebacker. I, I just cannot speak highly enough on him. He is going to be a menace on the field, and he's going to be a locker room key for whatever team gets him. Those are the Will Anderson, the defensive end, um, obviously out of Alabama, that's going to go probably in the top five. Uh, what, a, what a joy to cover him. Like, this guy is an absolute um, dream to draft. So, you know, he might be a Chicago Bear next year because they need help there. And obviously with, I think, what is it, their eight picks and the number one pick overall, I just I, I can't wait to see what the Bears do. Yeah, I, you know, that's obviously the big story uh, for us here. But um, goodness gracious, you know, Anthony Richardson, you got a chance to talk with him. That kid, that's unbelievable, some of the stuff he can do. And yet, you know, talking to people that were there, um, maybe C.J. Stroud helped himself more than anyone because his that yeah. guy picked it apart. And, and we're going to have to wait and see – uh, how Richardson throws on his pro day. Yeah, the quarterbacks, Molly, were really interesting because you had Bryce Young who was standing there not doing anything, um, which I totally respect all the decisions. He's going to do it on his pro day uh, here in a couple weeks. If I'm a competitor, I'm going to throw. I'm going to get out there and throw. I'm going to put my arm against anybody. And so C.J. Stroud did that. And he threw. Now, it's mixed reviews. So one GM I talked to that needs a quarterback um, said, I don't really give a, I, I couldn't care less what they do um, at the combine because they're throwing on air. They don't have their own guys. Another GM I talked to said, we just can't wait to see what they do when the pressure's on, right? The combine, the lights are on. So everybody's watching you. You're the main event. And that's how I feel about it. So when I watch TJ Stroud throw the ball, and I'm, I'm literally staring at how he's spinning it, what his moxie is. Mm. He carried a football around for two hours before he, th- he threw. He didn't put the football down. I said to him, are you going to take that to bed with you tonight? Like, <laughs> <laughs> the guy loves football. He, he, loves, he loves to play quarterback. And he's going to be, I think, really good. And he's a true pocket passer. Then you have Anthony Richardson, who I followed around. And like kind of fangirled over because he was so dialed in to everything he did. And the guy, I've never seen a quarterback like him. I mean, Justin Fields, I would tell you this. When you stand beside Justin Fields, you get that, holy cow, this guy is special. Like just gifted athletically. You get the same feeling and Richardson's bigger. But he's just, he's Mm. built like a, he's built bigger than a linebacker. And to watch him jump a 40 and a half inch vertical. And then well, people might say, well, how does that translate to quarterback? 
the NFL is brilliant because they have great coaches. He's going to be coached so well. I, I, I will be fascinated, Molly, to your question. Like, he'll probably be the most fascinating pick for me because that guy is not getting out of the top 15. To your point about being a competitor and wanting to throw, that's why I loved what Will Levis had to say when somebody asked him, why are you throwing? He says, well, because I, I have a cannon. Because he has a cannon yeah. arm. And then he shows it off and backs it up. And I just wonder, when you talk about Richardson, I think top 15 is a pretty safe projection, Stacey. I wonder if it even is going to be higher. And you look at the progress that C.J. Stroud made. We're talking about him now in the context mm-hmm. of potentially challenging Bryce Young. How much progress did Levis make? We don't. He kind of has gotten overlooked because of what Richardson did and Stroud as well. But how about Will Levis? How does he fit into this picture? Yeah, I think he fits in, David, based upon the way teams see his, I don't know how to phrase this, his confidence. He borderlines on cocky. So, um, which, like, as a former athlete, I kind of like because he's so confident when he said that, like, I'm going to throw because I have a cannon. I'm going to show it off. And he did that. Um, I I'll just be interested where the best fit is for his personality because he is, he's very unique. He reminds me a little bit of, and I say the word cocky, by the way, very gently um, because you do borderline as an athlete, you want to have that level of confidence and that air of swagger about you. Um, he kind of reminds me of Baker Mayfield a little bit in terms of this, if that gives you an idea, like Hmm. just being around him, but I don't know him enough yet. Um, Some of the teams I talk to really love him because of his ability to process. So meaning he can sit in and dial up the whiteboard easily. Like they get everything by the way. So quarterbacks will get anything from, Hey, break down this tape from Kentucky that we saw over the last, you know, couple of years or, how would you play against this coverage? What, what, if you see this coverage here in front of you, what play are you calling? Or, hey, we just talked about a play 10 minutes ago. Can you recall it for us? So it's going to be different for every team and how they want that. But um, I think Will Levis obviously showed off his arm, like you said, David, um, his arm strength. I think it's just going to have to be the best fit for him. Like who, which, which offensive coordinator that he met or scout that's been following him for four years absolutely loves him. That's where he'll go. You know, obviously the Jalen Carter situation was the story of the draft, at least uh, for a day yeah. anyway. But, I mean, I still don't know what's going to happen. You keep hearing different rumors about different stories that could come out. Um, what was your take on seeing that happen, you know, whatever it was, half an hour before he's going to talk, he's got to leave the combine, the arrest warrant issued, and then he comes back the next day. I mean, it was it was a really amazing story. And if, if that's the end of it, I think teams will still draft him unless there is more. Yes. The legals only have to be worked out. And once the legals get worked out, and I hate to even speak like that, it's just a matter of fact, because we're talking about a situation that, Two people lost their lives that he's linked to. Um, the allegations of him basically drag racing. Right. And, you know, we don't know enough legally. So, like, for instance, for my purposes, I didn't even approach him on the field because of the legal relevance of everything. Um, basically, what my takeaway is, he's, he's going to get drafted and he's going to get drafted high. 
if the legals work out. So I talk to people who might not need his position necessarily. They're like, oh, yeah, like, you know, GMs. They're like, oh, yeah, he's still going to go high. As long as the legals check out, he's fine. Um, The questions with him are, what are, what, what else in his history and character are going to pop up? Because the, the oddity of it all, I'm standing at his podium waiting for him to come out on Wednesday, last Wednesday. And everybody is on their phone staring down. If you can imagine about 50 people just staring down at their phone and their faces are in shock. None of us knew that was coming. Like, nobody knew. And, and therefore, the teams, many of the teams didn't know. The only teams that actually knew this was coming was teams that had Georgia players from last year or maybe Georgia players that are friends of his that gave hey, their team a little heads up on it because they're friends by nature, right? So, like, I, when, you, when you think about the Chicago Bears, what was their knowledge of it? I think they were maybe a little caught off guard by it. So the fact that he's meeting with teams Monday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, whenever that was, and they didn't know about this, if I'm a player and this is a part of my history, I'm going to tell the team, right? Like this happened. I want you to know there might be something coming out on it. Some teams had no idea. So that, that's the issue there. It's like, what else are you going to get with Jalen Carter down the road? But I still think he's going to get drafted high. The Bears were one of those teams that met with them Tuesday night. It's unclear what came up and if that did. I can't imagine that it did. But mm-hmm. they might have been among the surprises. Stacy, knowing the Bears' dynamic as well as you do and covering them and being around Chicago and Ryan Poles, how would you describe his willingness to be as front and center as he was? He's been visible. He's talked a lot. He's, take, he's identified national outlets and targeted them, you could even say, wanting to get the message out. And he sounds very confident that he's going to be able to multiply with that number one overall pick and get – at least a first-round pick in 24 and 25, as he has said. Has his activity surprised you? I love it, David. I love it. I'm with you 100% high-fiving it because I, I – first of all, I'm a, I, I'm a big Ryan Poles fan because of his, his history. He played, he played the game, right? He played my favorite position of all positions, which is offensive line. So he's a grinder. He came from Kansas City. He's a big Brett Beach Beach guy. Like, you know, Brett Beach is brilliant um, as far as the way he has. Look what he did last year. All the rookies that contributed to his Super Bowl championship and the, the way they tracked Patrick Mahomes. And then Ryan Poles, the thing that impressed me the most about what he said, above everything, I'm going to tell Justin Fields everything along the way. Do, do you remember him saying that? Yeah. I don't know what you guys think, but I'd love to hear your take on it. The fact that he's in concert with Justin Fields telling him, like, dude, you know, we're going to explore quarterbacks. We're going to be talking to them. We have to be wowed by one, but you're our guy. That, to me, right there is so high character, high level, like, you're our guy. That's total belief in the quarterback that you have. I respect that so much that he is completely in communication with Justin Fields about what they're deciding that uh, like the, the, the talk about, well, they should draft a quarterback. They're not going to draft a quarterback. I, I'm, I believe fully, 
fully, 100%, I would say 99%, because you can't ever be certain on anything. Um, they believe in Justin Fields so much and his ability and his potential. Um, I just, I have a lot of respect for that. I'm very passionate about it because the fact that he came out and said that was really cool. I love how he's been, David, to your, to your point. I love how open he's been. And, I mean, why not? You have the first pick in the draft. This draft, from my, like, just my overall takeaway of, around our analyst, David Jeremiah, or, um, Daniel Jeremiah, who's amazing. DJ's phenomenal. Um, like, the, the scouts that I talked to, I have another boss named David Jarenka, um, who's awesome too, but so they're both DJ. That's why I said David. Um, I, I just think that a lot of tight ends, a lot of running backs, it's not a top-heavy draft. There's no clear-cut number one pick. So I think the Bears are going to move that pick, and I think they're going to get a lot of value down down the board. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I, I think they're definitely going to do that, and I think that a lot of the reason that he's been kind of out and talking is to let people know that uh, that it's for sale. He also mentioned that uh, that he thinks he can get a, already uh, a 24 and a 25 first-rounder, which tells me that he's <laughs> – He's kind of letting teams know, hey, here's here's where the bidding starts. But I do think, Stacy, the transparency is calculated. I, I applaud it, but I think right. it's rare. Right. But it's calculated for yeah. that reason. Yeah, to let people know, yeah. you know, here's what we're getting. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I and I think when you look at what the Bears can do in free agency, which is going to start here and uh, a hop, skip, and a jump, um, you know, they they have some money. Uh, I think there are some free agents out there that, you know, I always go back to for, you know, for your fans of the score listening, and I'm one of them, as I get to talk to you, which is awesome. um, Always go back to where these GMs and coaches came from. So I'm looking at the Colts, and I'm looking at the Kansas City Chiefs, who are the free agents there that Ryan Poles knew from the past or may have helped draft, or obviously Matt Eberflus coming from the Colts. Who's, who's sitting there, who may be available, first and foremost. You know, where's Paris Campbell going to go? He's a pretty good receiver. Um, where's Orlando Brown going to go? They, mm. they didn't tag him with that offensive line, and the Bears obviously need help with their offensive line. What do you know line. about him? What do you think about him specifically? Well, he's a Sooner, so I love him. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I went to Oklahoma. Um, I think Orlando Brown is an interesting one because – He's young. What did, he, what did he come into the league in 2018? Mm. He's got a lot of football ahead of him. He protected Patrick Mahomes. Uh, I think he's a really good player. I, I, I'm. It was it was interesting that the Chiefs opted not to tag him. But you know, again, just look at where these coaches came from, and not just the head coach, not just the GM, but some of the coaches on the staff. Uh, the defensive coordinator came from Indy. So, I'm, I, I, again, I've got my eye on that defense. I've got my eye on they have a couple of free agents from their secondary. I uh, wouldn't be surprised if any one of them. Uh, Bobby O'Karake is an interesting one. Uh, I know that Fluce loves him. He's a free agent for, uh, in Indy right now. So, those are some names I would keep an eye on. Great stuff, Stacy. Always a joy to talk to you. Really appreciate Thanks, your Stacey. time. Thanks, Stacy. Yeah, it's a joy to be with you guys. Thanks for always having me. And next time, my voice will be normal. Drink some tea. <laughs> Stop smoking <laughs> cigarettes like one of uh, yeah, Homer Simpson's smoker. wife. Yeah, yeah I'm just a change smoker, Molly. <laughs> Take care. Great stuff, Stace. Thank Bye, you. Guys. That is Stacey Dales. She's great.
that's really fun stuff. And, and I'll tell you what, the job she did at the Combine was phenomenal. And she got to talk to everybody, but she's monitoring all these workouts. There was some un – I hope you had a chance to watch some of these athletes perform. Anthony Richardson had like a 40.5 vertical. It's amazing, really. Have you ever seen anything like that? No. I mean, that's like, that's Not from of, a quarterback. That's incredible. You know, he, he has the athletic traits of somebody who plays maybe – Wide receiver yeah. or cornerback. Or, or you know, power forward or small <laughs> forward. He's, I mean, seriously. No, no doubt about it. He's that good and explosive an athlete. You wonder about his experience playing quarterback. Yeah. Nobody yeah. doubts the fact that he's going to run what he ran and jump how he jumps, but now he's got to identify the right receiver, put the ball where it needs yes. to be, and move move the chains. Yeah, I don't believe he's ready to play immediately. He's one of these guys that would need a year, but man, she you, makes a great point. Trained him about coaching, right? Yes, That's, she does. You, you, yes. you coach a guy like that, you're starting with already, you know, the question answered about athleticism. Three one two six forty four sixty seven sixty seven. Mullion Hall on the score. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty five dollars per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty five dollars per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Mully and Hall flashback. Let's just not get silly. Let's look close at this thing, which I'm sure Ryan Poles are. And he was at Kansas City. He knows as much about right. this guy as anybody. Right. So on day one, when you can sign guys, uh, if he's not in here at the airport in Chicago, then give Ryan Poles a little bit of credit that he knows more than we do. If he is on a plane and he's here, hey, I'm the first guy that's going to be excited about it. Mulligan Hall, Chicago Sports Radio, 6-7 of the score. That was Coach Wanstead yesterday. It's a good reminder. It is a good reminder that as much as left tackle available may be the headline, Pro Bowl left tackle available, you know, there is still this idea that the Bears have to make sure that it's somebody that fits what they want from a left tackle. Okay. And and I'm I help, mean help me understand that then because okay. I'm I'm struggling here a little bit. I'm yeah. I'm struggling with the idea. And this may sound incredibly naive to some people, 
We are football guys. We've watched a lot of football. We talk to people. But this notion that Orlando Brown Jr. might not be ideal for the Bears because he doesn't fit their scheme. And I chuckled when I said it, and I didn't mean to. Yes. Here's what I think about somebody who fits your scheme if you are the Chicago Bears. Number one, you don't have an offensive line that was good protecting the passer last year. So your scheme is, regardless of what it is, how, how do you know um, that he, a Pro Bowl offensive lineman wouldn't fit your scheme when what you want to do is protect the passer better than you did? I, I don't know how you have a scheme that doesn't have room for a Pro Bowl caliber left tackle when you don't have one of those. If your scheme doesn't fit him, change your scheme. <laughs> Tweak your scheme. You did it for a quarterback yeah. that was special. I, I don't know why this would enter the conversation about why are people suddenly worried about the Bears overpaying for somebody who has blocked for Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson, somebody who's coming from two winning organizations. I, I don't get the reluctance when it comes to Orlando Brown Jr. that we're hearing could exist because of the scheme fit. Okay, so uh, I would say, and I listen, what you say is pretty much my feelings on the subject. I believe that if, if you are a good enough player, then you transcend scheme and that you'll fit whatever scheme. And the fact that he can block for uh, Patrick Mahomes would seemingly indicate he's used to a quarterback who holds on to the ball for a while, throws from strange arm angles, who is moving in the pocket, et cetera. So I, I, don't, I don't know that I buy into this idea that he's not a scheme fit. But, and we'll talk to Tom Thayer about this at 9 o'clock, they, um, they said, they act, uh, let me put it that way, as if they have a, an almost competitive advantage because their scheme isn't the same as everyone else's in terms of what they're looking for in offensive linemen. So they believe in more of these kind of fast athletic type players that can, you know, um, that can get out on the edge and do different things. And that is how they justified taking four offensive linemen in the final hundred picks and feeling that they had really improved their team because <laughs> I, I'm just, I, I mean, I am I, am I wrong about no, that? No, but, that, you, but you, you do a nice job of subtly reminding people that they took a lot of offensive linemen, but where they were taken in the draft reflects really what kind of offensive line talent they are stockpiling. I, I, Developmental. Yeah, I don't mean it as an insult. I mean that they believe they're looking at a different type of player than other teams are. That's all. So if they take a guy in the fifth round from Southern Utah, he's more likely to be able to start for them than another team would if they'd taken a tackle from Southern Utah in the fifth round. Another team might want to go up and get a guy by the second or third round if they felt they were going to have to plug him in and play him for a year. I, I, I'm not trying to insult anyone. I'm just reminding everyone – of how they've put it together right. and their belief that because they're looking for a different style of offensive lineman, this gives them some sort of competitive advantage and they're going to be able to land players at different points in the draft. Technically you would think now I, I believe Orlando Brown was a third round pick out of Oklahoma. If I'm not mistaken, I don't believe he was a, 
a first-round pick out of uh, Oklahoma for the the Baltimore Ravens, but he played. He was for the third Ravens. round, yeah, 80, third 83rd round. overall, 2018 saying, draft. So yeah. that's fairly that's fairly de- now. You know, he is decorated. He would be the most decorated lineman on the Bears by about a mile. Um, he he is made for Pro Bowls, including one last year when everyone agreed he didn't have a great year. I think the guy, and so so then you argue, with, was it by reputation or was it by what he did? He would be the most accomplished offensive player. Yeah, scheme, offensive player. Scheme or no scheme fit, he would be the most accomplished offensive yeah. player under contract. That's not and a, a knock Super on anybody. Bowl winner, and, yeah. you know, there's a lot to like about the guy. So I think, though, and I think we've been consistent in talking about it, if they don't pursue him, you know, Ryan Poles was there with the guy. So he should have a pretty good idea of whether he's the kind of player you need on your team, whether he's the kind of player that you can find in the fifth round, or if you've got to jump and, and give him some uh, money and get him here. Uh, I would think, given the fact that they do have a certain amount of money they have to spend, that they shouldn't be looking for bargain buys. That if you have a chance to get a highly accomplished the, player, the, you the, should jump at it. There's no reason, and it's a it's almost like a uh, gift. Money's no so, object, exactly. So you, therefore, I would advocate bringing the guy in. Now, this whole scheme fit thing and all that stuff, I, I like what you said. Change your scheme. You know, you, you, if you got a guy that can play, you got a guy that can play, and this guy can play. Period. End of story. So. Mm-hmm. I think that they don't have enough guys that can play on their offensive line, and they need to add more, and this would be the best guy they could add. We have seen Luke Getze be very adaptable when you're talking about fitting a scheme around the talent he has. He did that with Justin Fields, and it changed the arc of his season and maybe his career yeah. because with the, the middle five games of last season are, are what everyone is basing their hope on and pinning the, the, these expectations to. So – I don't have any doubt that if you get a guy who's as proven as Orlando Brown Jr. is on the offensive line, that Luke Getze would find a way to maximize those strengths. They believe in their coaching staff. Now, if it's not Orlando Brown Jr. for whatever reason, and you know the other side you have a uh, right tackle, Mike McGlinchey, the Notre Dame product who plays for the 49ers, I, I suppose that would be fine as well. Molly, I think what we're both getting at, we both want the Bears to – Sign somebody in free agency where you don't have to have much question about whether or not they're going to fit or whether they're going to excel or whether they're going to perform consistently. The track record would suggest that they are proven players that you're paying a premium for. That's that's good, smart free agent spending. Yeah, I mean, look, okay, I, I think that – I think that when you talk about, you know, different players and different schemes and how you – know, if you can play football, you can play football. I get it. You know, some guys are more likely to excel at a three technique than they are in a in a 3-4 defense. And, you know, you're looking for a different brand of player uh, if a guy is, is, you know, asked to do different things in a different scheme. I understand the differences there. I don't think I don't think I see this as pronounced. I just don't see it as, you know, a guy that is not a scheme fit. I think again, if you're a really good player, you play anywhere and you could play in any scheme and you and it's it's just, you know, that's what you want. You want players that that are good. And again, 
you've got to spend some money. You are required to. So if you're going to spend some money, I would prefer them to get guys that have a track record and that look like pretty good players as opposed to guys that might fit what they're doing, but nobody really knows, and they kind of got them cheaper so they can get more of them. Get good players. Get guys who are winners. Get guys in here. And, again, if he does, if he chooses not to do that, I got no problem with it because he'll have a lot more information about who the guy is and what kind of player he is because he was with him. So that, that to me, is, is it gives him sort of, you know, a lot of leeway in my mind. I think so. I would like to hear him explain it. If he doesn't, I don't think we would get that kind of transparency. Last thing, because I know we'll talk to Tom yep. Thayer more about this at 9. We have Chelly coming up next. Yes. But I do think when we talk about scheme fits, to me, I want to know the difference because I, I don't see it as big of an issue on the offensive line. But I understand defensively why certain defensive yes. tackles fit in a 4-3 that they might not be, fit in a 3-4. I don't know if it's the same uh, argument on the other side of the ball, but if you're talking about a defensive tackle that fits your scheme, that makes more sense to me Yes, that you would spend on a guy like that I agree. than staying away from somebody on the offensive line because he, he's going to help you protect Justin Fields' blindside. You know, offensive linemen, that's the team within the team, and there, there, there needs to be a certain choreography among those players where they're all moving kind of in unison. And if you get someone – that knows what it's like to win and knows how to be on a good group, that is a valuable element to me. And and I would consider that as uh, – I wouldn't even be that concerned about some of the other stuff. You know, here's a guy that is blocked for a quarterback in Lamar Jackson who we know is an unbelievable athlete that can do a thousand things, can run like crazy, and Patrick Mahomes, as we said. These are, these are good guys to have worked with. So now there'll be a certain group of people who will say – well, his reputation has helped because of those guys and how great they are. And he's not as good. You know, the, okay. guy's, the guy's been pretty decorated. Again, like, what's your alternative? Let's just be What's a better answer? I, I, Show me a better answer. I, I don't think I can tell you one. So that's another point of the whole deal. All right. We've got uh, Chelly joining us next. It's Molly and Haw on the score. Chris Chelios. Up the boards to Chelios with room. He shoots. Score! Bet MGM ambassador. Nice play by Chris Chelios. Hockey Hall of Famer. Chris Chelios is not human. I'm convinced of it. Not only will he go in the Hall of Fame, I think he should go in the Smithsonian. Blackhawks legend. Chelios will add defense, but he'll also add offense to the Hawks. Steve Smith ahead to Murphy. Nichols at the line. Chelios moving in. Time Stanley Cup champion. What a competitor Chris Chelios has been over the years, and he's been a winner every place he's ever been. Chris Chelios with Mully and Haw on 670 The Score. Mully and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. Chris Chelios joins us as all guests do on The Score Hotline, brought to you by Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. Chris, good morning. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? You know, we're doing okay. We're, uh, we, you know, I guess the point of the exercise is to lose, and we're trying to figure out how the Hawks <laughs> won five to nothing the other night. It's, uh, it's kind of wild. I thought the whole, you know, sweepstakes, try to get the first pick, all that stuff meant more. But you can't help it when teams want to win when players are young and they, uh, they. I mean, that was a hell of a win. 
Yeah, I mean, they're all still playing for a job, basically, with, you know, the Hawks, with the, well, the, the changes have gone on. And then to beat a team like Ottawa, who's fighting to make, you know, to get in the playoffs, uh, it was awesome to watch Brady Kachuk lose his mind. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, they, they, I'm telling you, they, they, they play hard. Like Luke Richardson, they, they love playing for him, and they play hard. And, you know, it's, they play to win the kids. They, 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 don't, they don't get caught up in all that stuff. Like I said, they're, they're auditioning for jobs, and they got – a great situation in a great city. Chelly, it's weird watching the Rangers. I've watched both games that Patrick Kane has played wearing 88 in a Rangers sweater. They're lo- they've lost both of them. They played some good teams, but they've lost both of them. He looks very tentative right now. What do you see, and how long will it take before New York gets to see Kaner? Yeah, I mean, I, I texted him right after the second game and said, don't worry, it'll, it takes a little time, but it'll come. And he just says he feels lost, you know, and I get it. Like, being traded at the trade trade deadline, it's a whole different ball game than being traded over the summer. And you know what transpired, how it went down. You know whether he left on good terms or not. Who knows? That remains to be seen. But uh, yeah, he just you know that's a that's a hell of a thing to be thrown into. And you can see Panarin's over trying to get him the puck. And um, but he'll get settled in there. It's just it's just going to take a little time. And all he's got to do is get ready for the playoffs. He's got a great team, um, great place to play, but. Again, he I, like I said, I've been there. Those that downtime in the hotel rooms, it's got to be killing them. It was interesting to see Lucas Reichel have a breakaway goal, and now he's back. Is that for good? Is he back for good now? I would think so. I mean, such a skilled player. He's going to be great to watch, you know, in the, in the upcoming years. But he knows where the puck's going before he gets it. He's just he's a high level player, offensive player. Um, Plays light, but, you know, again, he's got the puck all the time, and uh, he can finish. He's a, somewhat like a lot of skill like like Kaner, but uh, he should be here for the rest of the year, I would think. Now, he's paid his dues in Rockford. He's matured. Uh, seems to be a real well-spoken kid also. Chelly, I do wonder what kind of terms Patrick Kane left under because ESPN's report on Saturday suggested that he was willing to be traded because he was given the – indication he wasn't going to be welcomed back here in free agency. They didn't want to move on with Patrick Kane on the roster. And I wonder how much validity there is to that report. Just wonder what you thought of that report and if whether or not that contributed to him being traded. Yeah, I mean, we could speculate all we want, but the only one knows the answer to that question is Kaner. And again, I think what he's accomplished, if the, you know, I, I just I don't want to say. Like I have no idea what happened behind closed doors. I know when I left, it wasn't on great terms, but that was only with Bob Murray and Dirk Graham. It wasn't with the Wirtz family, and you can see they brought me back years later to to finish my, you know, my time off as a Blackhawk. So I'm sure Kane will be, you know, welcome back in open arms if he decides to come back to Chicago and live or finish his career. Who knows? What uh, what's your take on uh, Stalock, Alex Stalock, the goalie? He, um, I know he had some concussion issues, but is he is he having a good year? And and how good a year? I mean, I think so. I mean, are the Hawks goaltender has been under siege all year, obviously, and they right. give away the home run chances. But yeah, health has been an issue for him for sure with the concussion thing. But uh, it's it's just too early to judge. Yeah, you know, in the rebuild and. But for sure, he's you know he hasn't hurt himself. He's, you know he's he's played well when he's had the opportunity, and uh, like I said, it's tough. The, the Hawks are a young team. They don't play well defensively, and uh, I mean they, they they keep winning games the way they play, and it's hard. But Stalock, I think he, he seems like a pretty sound goalie. 
Telly, it became an arms race in the Eastern Conference during the trade deadline. You saw so much activity, teams trying to match uh, what the other opponent did. Who do you think emerged as a leader in the East? Who's, who's the team to beat? Is it still the Bruins? Oh, no question, Bruins. Adding Orloff to the lineup, you could pick up a top four deal like that to an already unbelievable team. It gives them that much more. And then that Bertuzzi kid, if he stays healthy, you know, he's a top guy when he's healthy. I mean, he just said he's got the injury, you know, he's been the injury for years with Detroit. And for those two guys to, to add to that already unbelievable team, they're going to be the toughest team to beat. Even with injuries, they've got so much depth, and that top line is amazing. Chris, you're the best. Thank you, buddy. We appreciate it. Thanks, Chelly. All right, guys. Take care. That is Chris Chelios, Bet MGM ambassador. Always fun to uh, talk to Chelly. It's, I mean, there's still interest, right? We're still kind of figuring out what they are, but the, uh, I guess the draft season will be the most. Oh yeah, if they yeah. get a chance to draft Connor Bedard, yes. The, I'm speaking from my own standpoint. I know that's, uh, I'm in the minority. There'll be a revived interest in the Blackhawks. I think it'll be relative to other sports, but Connor Bedard will change how how closely we pay attention to the Blackhawks because of how special he is. I also found it interesting what he said about Patrick Kane feeling lost in New York. Yeah, that's something. Texting him after the second game. He does look like he's very tentative and looks like he and Panarin are trying too hard to work together and to force the chemistry, which just needs to happen naturally. All right, we've got uh, the great Tom Thayer joining us next. We're going to talk uh, offensive linemen and how they fit in a scheme. We'll do that next. Mully and Hall on the score. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Oh, 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 Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.